Hey, everybody, before we start today's show, one of the best ways to support us is to follow us over on Instagram. That's X1Bros on Instagram, X-O-N-E-B-R-O-S. We post a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, some funny quips, some pictures you've never seen before, and you might not want to, but, you know. You, you, it's dirty you in the good way. You do. Let's be honest. You want to look. X1Bros on Instagram. Now, to the show. We are live. What is up, everybody? Welcome. We are the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox One community. Oh, it's good to be here. It is podcast number 200. Oh, let me turn on the right. Uh, let me turn on the right screen. There, there we it go. Is. This is podcast Hi, everybody. number 283. As always, we're missing a bro, which is not always. <laughs> As always, we're missing a guy. We're missing Jordan the man. So uh, prepare, buckle up, fasten your seat belts because it's going to be a crazy ride. So. For the live viewers, they know that Jordan's gone. We're also missing our one of our camera crew guys. We call him Jim the Stuff Jim the guy. Stuff guy is Jim, also not he's here. He's gone. He's in another state. Jordan's in another state. Both of us are sick. We both are sick. It's like the perfect uh, perfect storm. Yeah. Is it a perfect storm? I'd say it's like a good 98, 98%. Kids, 98%. Because we don't have our drugs yet. Yeah, once we get our drugs, <laughs> it'll be glorious. My coughing drugs. We're getting I, drugs. They're I coming. Just, I just sent my wife out to the store to get drugs. They're coming. We're getting the hardcore stuff, too. Yeah, no stuff It works. Today. Legit. I've been streaming all week. Hitting this stuff up hard gets me through the streams every yeah, time. That's good. Do you think we can get like a... a medicine sponsor for the show that'd be awesome that would be right? really good yeah and we'd have this like super generic like the commercials on tv and then, just then, random and then, stuff and then someone has to say something really fast at the end like uh please consult your doctor before taking this if call a mortician if you are pregnant uh feel a headache or a persistent coughing make sure you see a pediatrician or whatever yeah that would be that would be really funny i will actually get all that crappy stock footage too if we let's make what we should do is we should make up random companies that sponsor our show, like Saturday Night Live used like, to do. Cough no more. Yeah. Drink this and cough no more. Oh, there's a lot of potential here. I, oh man. I see your wheels turning. Yeah, I know. In your mind. I know. I like we, it. Yeah. We I, could make, we could make fake sponsorship cool again. <laughs> make fake sponsorship cool again. Yeah. Well, you're Mr. McSpicy. Oh yeah. Hey everybody. I'm X One. Welcome, guys. Jordan, like we said, Jordan the man is out of town, so it's just us holding down the fort. However, it's been a big week, a really big week. A couple things have dropped that are huge. First and foremost, Fortnite. Fortnite Chapter 2 is here. It is upon us. It is crazy. A lot of crazy stuff happened between last podcast and this podcast. Fortnite made some bold moves. We had a chance to play. McSpicy? Yeah. I would like your first impressions. <coughs> Holy me. smokes. Sorry, I need, my, I, need a, I need a cough button. Holy smokes is my first impressions. Here, oh. Let me turn on uh, the video so we Holy can Holy smokes. Uh, first impressions. 
uh, Fortnite. First of all, let's talk about how they how they started this Fortnite. Okay. Basically, they ended the season with a meteor hitting the well, ground. Let's build, let's build it up better than that. Okay, okay. Because because kind of the whole. Okay, you build it up. You build it up. It's because just okay. First of all, I want to say when you have like an income of three hundred million a month, this is what's possible. Holy crap. They did a really good job on this uh, chapter release. Crazy. Chapter it was okay. crazy what Let's happened. Let's start out with that. It broke the internet, literally. It broke the internet. So for those that don't play Fortnite for various reasons or whatever, you've probably heard of the game. It's a battle royale game. A lot of kids play it, um, et cetera. You, we knew that something was going to be happening at a certain time. There was a timer on the map, something like that. So people show up at that certain time uh on the game it said i believe the menu system said the end as a as a game you could play uh like when you're launching the game so people go into that and then um there's a timer and on that timer after that timer dropped people were you know were sitting there preparing for it watching it this is everybody in the game is seeing this by the way this is live this is live a rocket launches out of the map and it does this whole into various space, into space into space and then like i think it was like season four or season five little rockets started appearing off of that big rocket and started going all over the map everywhere and warping there was like little warp points and up until this point there's been an asteroid in the middle of the map that people can see oh yeah let me uh let me just do this um and the so what so what had happened was actually we could find footage of it maybe uh you think and put it up uh, I didn't prepare for that okay so, never mind you know, this never is, mind this is a professional so show. so a little warps came and warp missiles started flying everywhere and all these missiles caused a warp in front of the big asteroid on the map and then the asteroid disappeared and everybody's going holy smokes what's going on this is crazy you know because no one knows what's going to happen. And those little devices warped the asteroid above the map, and that asteroid went down and slammed into the map as we know it. Then, this is what's cool. This is what, like, the style that Fortnite and Epic make with this game blows my mind. Um, it started a black hole, and everybody on the map just slowly started floating away from the black hole. And then it just went to a zoomed out and just went to a screen with a, like a black hole circle. You could just barely. It's like a blue eclipse kind of a thing. Yeah. And then that's that. <laughs> well, and all the players uh, disappeared. They got sucked into they it. They got sucked into the black yeah. hole and nothing. You could, There was an exit button. And when you go to the exit button, all you could see was this black hole. The, they shut down the game. They for, took down Fortnite. For 48 hours. And all you could see was this black hole. That is bold. Yeah. When it when it was happening live, there were, I believe the numbers were 4.2 million viewers live on Twitch, watched it with another million on YouTube uh, and Mixer, etc. And everywhere struggled. Twitch actually uh, took down Twitch's servers temporarily. So many people were watching it live. And um, so after that, 48 hours later, you launch the game. It now lets you launch the game. And the Fortnite logo is uh, now like a black, blacked out logo. So if you were to go on Xbox, for example, yeah. the thumbnail is blacked out. You can barely see that it says Fortnite. You launch the game. It starts as that black hole. 
and then it zooms out. This is what we're watching right now, everyone live in chat. It's this trailer. So it zooms out. Somebody walks on water kind of a thing, and then it shows a new set of heroes that you assume that you can play as, and they launch. It zooms out, and it's a new map, basically, right? So Fortnite Chapter 1 was the old map. Fortnite Chapter 2 is essentially the new map. Um, You have this huge cinematic, and what is so freaking cool about this new cinematic is... As these people are walking around on this map, uh, th- there's a battle bus that comes above. And for those of you that haven't played the game, the battle bus is where you, people launch out of to start every match. Um, there's a cinematic. The cinematic goes to that battle bus and it launches out. You, this guy jumps out of the, the bus and then it starts you immediately in a match, which and, and then it's like, right away. Yeah. And it comes on with some rap song. Which by the way, I've heard the, I've heard the rap song before. I can't remember who it is, but it's a very famous song. Yeah. Um, when you have three hundred million dollars, you can do. That. And so this so the what, presentation. Oh my gosh, the presentation, just being bold enough to shut down your game for two days to be it was able like to a af- day and a half to afford real music to do this, <laughs> and then and not only that, but it worked well because it just so it just hyped right yeah. ultimate hype. Everybody's waiting. What's coming? What's coming with Fortnite? You launch the game and it puts you in a cinematic that puts you directly into a match, and that match brings a whole bunch of changes. Oh yeah, and these changes. My first impressions, in my opinion, I'll, I'll we'll get to you second, spicy, just because you're a, a bigger Fortnite player than I am. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite is fun again. That's that's the only way that I I can explain it. I played Fortnite uh, about a month ago. I I streamed it actually for th- for three or four hours straight, and I hated it. I hated every second of it. It just wasn't fun. The learning curve. You'd get into a match. You have you'd just get people, creamed. You just get creamed. People super building. I can't even tell what's going on. It just it felt bland. It felt overwhelming. It felt it just was not my cup of tea. All of that. All of that. All of that feeling is gone now for me. You jump in. Well, so you're ranked now. They they have you in in, in they have an MMR which is matchmaking. You're, yeah, you're system. playing to your level. There's bots there. I have time to learn. I'm having success. There's cool new things like you can fish for guns. You can fish for health. You, there's a boat. There's boats on the map. Having a completely new map makes it fresh for everybody. This is similar to what Apex Legends did, which I think is just going to be the new norm for battle royales going forward. Uh but the matchmaking, they have bots in game. Their their job, especially early on, if you're like a level it's to one, teach you how to play. It's to teach you how to play. Yeah. It's to make you feel good and make you have fun in the game. And it is. It's. Fun. I will even say this: Fortnite building is fun again because it got to a point where Fortnite building. I was like, this is the flaw. This game is. This game's over. The building is terrible. Unless you're super super crazy fast and can do these crazy crazy builds. It's just not going to be fun, right? But no, it's all fun again. They've just nailed this. Uh, we played, I played about five hours on launch day of this, just five hours straight through. And the entire time I had fun, I've played it multiple times since launch day. I'm I'm just having a blast again. Fortnite, well done. Well done, Epic. And I, I my theory is this, Spicy, what do you think? I think Epic must have been looking at their numbers and seeing where... I mean, an Epic's crushing it, no doubt. It's not like they're the number one battle royale selling-wise, monthly-wise, the whole shop. But I'm sure they were looking at their numbers and seeing, well, we have no problem retaining players. Everybody that likes our game is playing our game. But I bet you they were struggling getting new players into the game because that barrier to entry was so high with the building aspect. No, well, we know that that's been a problem for a long time, and that's their original attempts at fixing that problem 
was why we got um, airplanes. It's why we got the Mex. big mix. Yeah. Um, and that is because they they chose not to do a ranking system and place players with the same skill level with other players with the same skill level. Instead, they decided to make overpowered units in the map um, to help the lesser skilled players fight the more skilled <laughs> players. And all that did was piss everybody off. So um, one of the new changes with all this is they actually have a ranking system now in MMR um, where you will be, it starts you off. David mentioned this. It adds bots to the game. Um, as you are a lesser skilled player, it will add more simple bots, not real players, just players that are easy to fight. And as you gain in skill, it will start, removing those bots and adding more and more players with around your same skill level. And, um, that is how you should have a game. The problem was you'd have people very, you'd have professionals playing noobs yeah, and that's not fun actually for either side. Oh no, absolutely not. Um, but, uh, but so that's, I think the biggest change, another really, really cool change is their UI is much different. It's much more simplified. It's cleaner. Um, you can see the battle pass a lot. It's the battle pass is up more fr front and center. Yet everything looks. Uh, it's very synergistic with everything else on, uh, in the game. They did a lot of changes, a lot of fixes, a lot of things that make this game uh, fun. Yeah. Again, and easy to understand. Um, all this stuff. They did such a good job on presentation, and their stuff guys are uh, epic stuff guys. Just amazing. I mean, they always nail. They always yeah. nail that, right? One of the big things uh, changes that I really enjoyed and had a lot of fun with, and actually was utilized a couple times uh, on me, and I utilized it on, on one person once. The you can now carry down teammates. Or other people's down teammates. You can carry people now. It's yeah, actually it's awesome. very cool. It's a super cool feature. Yeah. So if someone, let's say, I'm down, Spicy can come over me. I'm I'm taking Pick bullets. Pick up and start running. Pick and me up and run you. away. And I, you throw I me. I can chuck you behind trees or something and while then, I fight. And then heal me. It's so. But you can also do that to other people's players. So you can pick someone up that you've downed. Throw them somewhere and then just kill him. <laughs> it's so, it's it's actually, and they have a lot of behind the scenes changes. Um, I was going through the settings. They added many settings to customize your gameplay a lot more. And for example, they had a feature that I don't think was there. I, it wasn't there before. It was when you edit your building, you had to press the button again to unedit to confirm the edit. Now they have a feature like. Confirm on release. So as as soon as you let go of the button, it confirms yeah. it, which speeds up a lot of things for a lot of more advanced players and everything. But it's they it's a huge change. The fact that they added an MMR system is going to make this game very fun for a lot of people. David, I was watching him stream and he got some wins. I got some wins. I Holy got three wins smokes. actually on the on my stream. Yeah, I was, and you got twelve kills in that game, dude. It's it's a lot of fun. It really has changed it. It's it's made it fun for everybody, right? There's not just high end people or people. Fortnite's my only game. Those are the only people that can enjoy it now. Everybody can enjoy it. Droxman in chat says, "So you're telling me if I try this game again, I won't get demolished like the first time I tried to play it months ago?" Give it a shot. Yeah, you it's you won't. You I can won't. guarantee you won't. I can guarantee you'll get four kills in the first ten minutes, right? Like that's. That's how they've set it up to train you. It's it's they've done a really good job. It will be fun. Oh yes, yeah. 
It will be fun. Uh, some of the things that change, so you can you can also heal, heal yourself with the bandage bazooka. They have a new we- uh, healing bazooka weapon. Yep, they added they added a lot of weapons stuff. They that like for example, we talked about fishing. They added a fishing pole where you can fish for loot around the map. Um, yeah, loot and health. So you get like I mean guns and health. Yeah. Uh, the fish heal you as well. There's a boat, uh, which Spicy and I got to drive around. Yeah, the boat. If When you hop on the boat and drive it for the first time with your friends, you are laughing your head off. It's a good time. Uh, Battle Stars, for those of you that are familiar with Fortnite, have been replaced with XP. So there's no more Battle Stars. There are also medals. Their new medal system is really cool. It's a daily medal system uh, that keeps you in. And, and I, I mean, I maxed out every time I played, and it was just a really good goal to have each time. Yeah. Anyway, super. Oh, thank you. The medicine just arrived. The medicine, the drugs. You're this the is the best. correct one. Yes. Thank you, Megan. Fast, um, fast relief for coffee. But overall, I mean, I just think Epic is really leading the way. I think. I think. Well, not leading the way in the respect that they they've implement they just implemented <laughs> a bunch of stuff that other battle royales have done and are doing. But they're the top dog, and they're the top dog for a reason. And this week showed why well, the, Fortnite is Fortnite. The problem with these style of games is if there's no ranking system, it's actually the problem with any game. <laughs> That's, I think, the biggest feature of this new update is you're going to be placed with people of your same caliber. Oh, this is your cup, right? Oh, I use this. This has the measurements. even. Oh, my goodness. You just taught me something new. Yeah. Anyway, so the MMR, that is going to make this game fun for a lot of people that are turned off by getting decimated by some... Badass somewhere in some basement. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know what I mean. Now, do you have any criticisms that you notice? One thing. One thing before you get into any criticisms that you have, spicy. Uh, what I really enjoyed there. There's a new system where, let's say, I'm in a game and I'm playing and I die. Immediately, I don't have to back out to load up again. I can just go find new game from there, and in ten seconds, boom, I'm in another game. I don't have to leave the game to a menu system. To then search for a game, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that's actually that's a really it's something little, but it's it's that little thing that's very Blizzard. That's to, very good, yeah. To keep to try to keep you in a game rather than going outside of the game to get information, or they're they're keeping you in. There's no lobby anymore. They're putting you right back into the game. Oh yeah, it's actually really smart and. Also probably incredibly addictive at the same time. Yeah, the more you can be in a game, uh, the better. So spicy. Uh, Criticism. Do you have any criticisms? What does Fortnite still need to change, or maybe some changes they made to this map or or this uh, iteration of Fortnite that you don't like? Thoughts, criticisms, critiques, silence. Um, I don't know. I mean, they've the biggest. So the reason I stopped playing Fortnite, uh, my hipster reason is everybody played it, <laughs> and I didn't want to sure. play a game everybody played. Uh, but that was just, that, that's not the real reason. That's your superficial reason. That's my superficial reason, yeah. When I want to wear uh, hipster clothes and yeah, yeah, uh, and be that guy. No, um, I stopped playing because I didn't like changes every other day with uh, four-wheelers, uh, planes. Um, they kept, the, even the mechs, I, I never... I wasn't into the game when the mechs came out, but a lot of complaints happening happened. Oh, yeah. And those were because they were trying to make the game uh, better for 
new players or less skilled players, or I would even say less active players, because to be good at something, you need to put in a lot of time. It's true. And some people just don't have time to play to be at that level. Well, so they were doing that, and that was a total turnoff for me in this game. That's I just stopped playing it because I was just super annoyed. Um, but when they added an MMR into this new chapter and you're playing people around your same skill level, it becomes very different mm. of a game. That is the big, you have all these UI changes, you have XP now on the bottom, you have all these quality of life changes that they've added, the, the, the XP system's pretty awesome. All that's great, but that would not get me back into the game. What would get me back into the game is me being able to enjoy the gameplay. Yeah. And that's what they did. Well, I don't. I don't honestly. You ask for criticisms. Yeah. I don't have any at this. I point. I think because uh, I'm a ginger has a has a good criticism. So does Neely. He says I love the bots, but one criticism is that some of the bots are annoyingly bad, walking into walls and not even trying. He says I wish the bots would act a little more like real people. Uh, and Neely says, Yeah, the bots are terrible. They walk past you. They try to hit walls. They do. They like will just walk right to you while you're shooting at them. They'll have a gun even, and they won't fire a shot. It, yeah, if you can mimic. If you can mimic with AI a more realistic player, they can. That would be that would be better. I'll bet you money that <laughs> as you play, they will get better. It's yeah. it's when you first start this game, if you haven't played in a while, it's probably going to be treating you like a noob noob. Oh, like beyond noob. Yeah, which is what those players are for. Like, and you felt good about yourself once you kill those players, right, David? Yeah, yeah, I do feel great. I was like, well, you saw the first time I'm playing, I didn't even know there was bots, and I'm playing, and I'm just like, pop, yes, pop, yes, and then I, I'm realizing, like, <laughs> yeah. what, what am I playing against? At first, I thought I was playing against mobile players that, like, just couldn't use their thumbs or something. Yeah, I have a feeling, and now I don't know, because we, you need to play more games, but I have a feeling that those bots will increase in difficulty as you go along, so um, if they don't, then... Well, well, as you as you play though, well, what they, their their plan is they're going to remove those bots. Yeah, so they might not get add, they might not get more intelligent. I think they just slowly go they go away. So there's more human players. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny because I'm a ginger. Chat says he he'll pretend that he's ninja and just destroy <laughs> them and feel good about himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, Fortnite, highly recommend it. If you've not tried it, you can see what all the craze is about. Now would probably be one of the best times to jump in if you've if you've never jumped in and experienced it before. Fortnite, there it is. And with that, let's get this show on the road. Hey, <laughs> X One, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week. Uh, well, yeah. Well, let me tell you. Okay then. Uh, we don't need Jordan. We don't need Jordan. We're just talk to ourselves. We obviously had the big news that is Fortnite, but Modern Warfare it's dropping later this month. And they are ditching loot boxes, getting rid of loot boxes. And what are they doing? What are they implementing? Uh, tell me, David. I'd like to know more about this. A battle pass. Uh, Call of Duty is going the nice. realm of a battle pass. The battle pass, honestly. It's the best way to monetize your game and make everyone happy. I, I love it. Like For instance, Red Dead Redemption went battle pass. Uh, you, you can earn it back, number one. Number two, as long as you've got cool stuff to drop, I'm there. Like, I don't know how you make a bad battle pass. Like, I don't... I'm sure someone will do it eventually and can do it. But it's just such a great way to monetize your game and well, keep players happy. I would say... Oh, what's that epic game? The the Monster Hunter game. Oh, Dauntless? Daunt, yeah, Dauntless. Dauntless battle pass wasn't very good. No, that's true. Well, and that's just because but, the content wasn't there. Yeah, the nature of... Yeah, that, that one you need to is have a harder one. Stuff that... 
that you want to get. Like, for example, the Fortnite Battle Pass this season mm. is the best I have ever seen any Battle Pass ever. How, did you see the last guy you could get? No. Uh, oh. What is it? It's like a ninja uh, superhero smoky <laughs> cyan. I don't know what you would call it. Anime dude. And uh, they can, you, they have a lot of different clothing and stuff, but it, it's one of the coolest characters I've ever seen. And throughout the whole thing, you have all this stuff that you earn through the battle pass, which I really, I really like. Yeah. This will be the first battle pass in call of duty. It'll probably work like every other, every other battle pass that is, that is out there currently where there are two levels, the paid level, the unpaid level. You earn more stuff at the paid level, but you can still earn stuff at the unpaid level. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, it's coming. We're very excited about this, Spicy. This this is the Call of Duty that's bringing you back to Call of Duty. It is, actually, which is And the bad pa- Battle Pass. Terrifying. The Battle Pass is just bonus on top of that. Yeah. Yes, correct. We've got some free-to-play days. That's right. Free-to-play days are coming up for The Division 2, Age of Wonders, Planetfall, and Stellaris Console Edition. Oh, my goodness. All three of those games are fantastic. The free-to-play days are Thursday, October 17th. Where they're happening right now, actually. Uh, and they run through this Sunday, October 20th. They end at midnight Pacific time. If you've ever been curious about any of those games, Division 2 is probably the biggest out of those three. But Stellaris is my personal favorite out of those three. It is turn-based strategy, grand strategy, 4X strategy, hardcore it's 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 amazing. So you've been curious about those games? Jump in. It's free this weekend. There'll also be a discount. The games will be on sale as a result of this free to play. Division two you can get for twenty one dollars. The standard edition that is a fantastic deal. Stellaris you can get for twenty seven dollars, and uh, Age Age of Wonders Planet Fall is on sale for thirty nine ninety nine. Can I before you go into the next story? Can I show you that skin? Yeah, is that him right there? That's him right there. So and you can change the skin. Like he's a. He's a that badass. is cool. Whoa, that one's cool. I like the silver. We're looking at a ninja. He's like he's like shadow lucent is a way to describe it. His skin is like lucent. You can see through it almost. But then he has different color ninja wear and his ninja. Yeah, look outfit. at his eyes. Do you see his eyes? Oh glowing? yeah, I like the I like the silver That's outfit. Pretty cool. The sil- right there. Ooh, baby, like white yeah. and gold. That looks. That I just looks wanted really to good. show you that skin. Yeah. Division that two. We get new updates. That's right. New updates have dropped for Division 2. There's some new missions that have dropped. There are uh, new specialization. It's the technician specialization. The technician is the fifth specialization for endgame players. There's an artificer hive that can buff the power of any developed skills, uh, as well as a new sidearm that they carry, an EMP grenade mod, and a new signature weapon, the P-17 multi-missile launcher. There's also a new PvP mode in this update. And uh, it's all free this weekend, so go check it out. Big time changes. You know, you know, it's funny with yeah. Jordan not here. You yeah. sound like your other show, uh, Gamer Daily News. Yeah, that's I mean that's it's the only new way I know how to do news, baby. <laughs> that's awesome because you're not even asking for. I know. So we'll see. Normally the role is Jordan says the news and I say hmm, blah 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 blah. And then I might then I just change the subject. And then yeah, like for example, chickens. Okay, so me and my wife have chickens, right? Okay. Okay. The, the other, my wife loves animals. Sure. And she came to me and she was like, uh, I had the saddest thing happened. Did you have a chicken that died? No, a chicken oh. ate a frog. 
they a like frog. destroyed it. We had a frog, and she watched chickens run up and just tear this frog apart Whoa. and eat it. And I was thinking to myself, I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> I was, I know, right? I was thinking to myself, chickens are the T Rex of like the mini, the mini world. They are. They still are. They're terrifying. If I was that, I mean, they're dinosaurs, are they not? Technically, chickens are chickens dinosaurs. Yeah, birds. Birds are are rept, are well, technically. I guess everything. I mean, we could figure out why a cow is a dinosaur <laughs> too somehow. Right? No, I don't think so. Cows aren't. Well, what are they like? Are they like they came from the void somewhere else? I think so, yes. <laughs> okay, fair, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, we just watched a black hole suck a whole game into it. Like, oh, I can't that happen with that's cows. We went through another void. Yeah. Anyways, so my wife was all sad about that, but I sat there and sat back and I'm like, that is, they are the T Rexes of the mini so, animal world. So, you know the game, uh, what is the game Goat? Is it goat? Uh, goat simulator? Goat simulator. Yeah. They should make a chicken simulator where you just run around tearing apart frogs and other <laughs> miniature animals with your beaks. But like, think if you were the frog and you saw this stomp, 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 this terrifying. Go, go, go. Well, but you see Because they have no arms. You I see mean, a group of them. Their arms are like this and they're like. So they just pecked it? They, was it like a toad or how big of a frog was it? It was just a little frog. Oh, okay. But they tore it apart because we have, we have several chickens, right? Yeah. And they were just free roaming and they... That that must have been the did best they, did meal. They, did they eat it? Oh yeah, you can. There was nothing left. Oh wow. Well, I mean, at least they used all the parts. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing you can know that chickens are going to do. They're very frugal and very good with their eating. They oh, eat it all. Good. They don't. They don't just hunt for 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 fun. Do uh, so if you had a small, if you had a hamster, would it would they kill a hamster? Pro. Oh, it depends on the size. I think anything. Like Anything a, under like, a fist, like a rabbit? No, they won't do rabbits. And it's, it's a rabbit would kick its so face we have a, off. We have a couple cats. Have you too. ever seen a, a rabbit defend itself? I we had two rabbits growing up, and our dogs used to chase them. I've never had seen a bunny have to fight. Oh yeah, we had a, we had a, our dogs would chase the two pet rabbits that we had growing up, and they they run and then they boom with their back legs and you, like you know rabbit feet are like big. Yeah, and they've got big claws on those back feet and the power. Like those dogs, they were not little dogs either. It's not like little New Yorkies chasing them. We had a Labrador, and it just yeah, boom, like whoa, yeah, that's whoa. cool. So yeah, rabbits. They good don't mess for around. rabbits, you know. Let's let's do a good shout out for rabbits. Yeah, they right don't now. mess around. Anyways, what was I talking about? I was talking about anything oh, that they eat. Yeah, what's interesting is like cats. We thought that we'd have an issue with our cats with them. Yeah, if they're like nature. They're naturally friends. They're naturally allies. I mean, they both kill frogs. Ah, that's probably true. They're both, yeah. yeah, they're both technically carnivorous. I mean, probably genetically somewhere because cats are really farm animals used for traditionally keeping away rodents, Mice, yeah. right? So are chickens, right? Chickens are farm animals. We so thought naturally there's like a genetic like, genetic breed down, you know, they're genetically friends. We, we were thinking like because they're birds, maybe the cats would try to, you know, <laughs> try something fishy. Yeah. But no, they're like they're they're best buds. It's fascinating. Yeah, they're genetic friends. I think. Oh, gene friends. Gene friends. They're gene friends. I think that's the answer. Uh, our last news story. <laughs> See, of the that's day. my role in this show. Our last news story of the day: Dungeons and Dragons RPGs, <laughs> Baldur's Gate one and two. Guess what? They're now available on Xbox One. Oh, nice! I've cool. never played these games. I played number two. I played two. These are like your top-down RPG. It's like the original Divinity, 
right? Like this is what I'm pretty was sure the inspiration didn't, for didn't Divinity. Didn't the guys who made Divinity, didn't they make Baldur's Gate? No, they're making Baldur's Gate 3, right? Oh, uh, yes, perhaps. Yeah, I, I think, think they're so. making Baldur's Gate 3. But that's now. what that this was like the spiritual successors to that uh all I know is it's considered one of the best true RPGs of all time. Turn-based yeah. RPGs of all time. So there you go. They are now available on Xbox One. I don't actually have Hold on. I do have a price right here. Don't don't go anywhere, guys. Don't go anywhere. I've got I don't I don't have a price. <laughs> Whatever. There is no price. Uh, it's free. It's free. Uh I would imagine it's like $39. I don't oh, imagine. Yeah. You think that's a full price game? I don't I'd bet you that's not a full price game. Well, the I mean You know what? We have Google. I'll look it up right now. Oh, you mean there is an answer to this and we just didn't do our due diligence? Well, it just wasn't convenient for me. Man, where's Jordan? I know, Jordan. Jordan, what? Where, what I disappoint you? him. Yeah. Baldur's Gate. And so Jordan always brings us back. Do you, have you noticed that? He does. He, I like, think he gets annoyed. He gets, you can tell. Oh, it's forty nine. It's forty nine ninety nine. but you get both games. Uh, you get both games for forty nine ninety nine. That's not bad. I actually might try that out. That, that appeals to me greatly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You should try it. Did you I, play any games this week? Uh, I did. I was busy, but I played Overwatch. Oh. A lot of... Uh, hey, uh... Do you know why I've been playing Overwatch? Why? I, I discovered a new exercise regimen. Oh. Where you play Overwatch? <laughs> oh, I play Overwatch while I'm running in place. And I pretend like... A, it's like place. Dumb and Dumber, you know, where he's like, so when, where he's like running so at a ridiculous speed. So wait, when you're moving your character, that's when you run in uh-huh. place? That is hilarious. And... Can I've, you record this? You should stream this. Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but at the same time, I think I'm freaking rad that I do that you, now. You should record this. I think it's going to be hilarious. Because so I have a heart monitor thing, and I get my heart rate up to 150 beats per minute doing this. That's like a normal run. Yeah, that's yeah. like that's like hardcore. It's my new... I, I Okay, wait, 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 wait. Do you do well in the game, though? Well, does it? Do you sacrifice gameplay as no, a result? No, when I'm playing, I march because you can't really run in the game. So in between matches, you have about like two minutes in between matches. That's when I do my like, you know that calisthenics, that music video where the girls on stage and the water, and then she's running in place really fast. Yeah. It's like an '80s music video. That's what I'm doing. Oh, I'm running in place as fast as I can in between matches. Oh, so your gameplay doesn't suck because you're not running during the game. It's Correct. in between. Yeah, that is hilarious. It's. Actually, freaking awesome! I do that for an hour and a half, and I burn a thousand calories playing Overwatch. Jordan asks, "Is it the running or the stress from the game <laughs> that gets your heart rate going?" It's really embarrassing. I can't believe I shared everyone <laughs> that, but that's my new exercise regimen. So that's what I've been doing. I do it for an hour and a half every night. That's not bad. Well done. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, Run in place while you game. I got really mad the other day uh, when we were actually all in party chat playing Red Dead Redemption. And I just left. I remember that. Yeah. I, it's right when I joined. Right when you joined. I'm like, hey, it's everybody. Rockstar. I'm so pissed. I'm out of here. Rockstar and their menu system. And normally in Red Dead Redemption, especially Red Dead Online, I, it loads up and then I'm good. I've never had any of the issues uh, in the server. But this night, whatever night we were playing this last week, I was having nonstop issues like getting kicked out of games. It wouldn't let me into games. Then I'd sit in menus. Then I couldn't move my camp. And then I'd sit in menus again. I spent about 45 minutes to an hour literally doing nothing, sitting in menus. And by the time you had logged on, you logged on and I did one more thing. Uh, I think we tried to do a legendary bounty, right? No. I logged on and we were trying to party up when we couldn't. And we couldn't. And I just, I was like, that's it. I'm out. See you guys. Imagine if in that 45 minutes you ran in place. 
This is true. I would probably feel better about myself. Yeah. You didn't waste have, any time. It wouldn't have been a waste of time. You would have been like, all right, I don't need to go to the gym today. Yeah. That was very annoying. I've also been really trying hard to rank up in Madden. <clears throat> Madden uh, 20. And I have taken my game. Not to talk. There's a point to this. To the next level. Like, I hit the sub 25%. Like, so top 25% players in ranked online. And once I got below 25%, I have started to play players with next level. Is that you or me? That might be you. I'm, I'm muted. I have started to play players with next level ability. That is blowing my mind. It might have been me. I just, I just made sure I was muted, but it looked like I was muted before. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm pretty unimpressed how <laughs> unprofessional you are. Anyways, it's insane. It's but... To get good at games, you really... And I've learned a lot by losing to these really good players, right? Like, No, losing is good. Yeah. And well, here's the thing. A lot of people, when they lose, you get up by two touchdowns. They just quit. No, no. My suggestion is when you're losing, still, especially on defense. Offense, not as big of a deal. Offense is a little bit easier, in my opinion. But on defense, really try to figure out how to stop them. I was playing this one guy who, on offense, was just crushing it. I couldn't stop him. He was audibly in everything. And normally, I can stop 90% of people out there, right? I kept playing third and fourth quarter. I mean, I was losing. It was like 21 to seven, right? Which is pretty big in, in Madden. Uh, in the third and fourth quarter, I don't think he scored. I, I, I stopped him both times because I had figured it out. And after that, nobody nobody's crushed me since because I figured out I was playing a linebacker, which is traditionally what most people do. I switched to a safety, which is what advanced people do. That's pretty awesome. That's right. Basically. Oh, I did not mean to press that. Oh, that, that brings us to the last <laughs> portion of our show. <laughs> This is the portion of the show okay. where we take your questions. Let's su- do it. To submit a question, you can do so every single week over on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. Our first question comes in, comes in, it comes in, comes in from Clinton Lloyd. Clinton Lloyd says, hey, Bronaldinos. <laughs> that is hilarious. Bronaldinos. Bronaldinos. He says, I love Game Pass just like everyone else. It's a great value and allows us to try games we may otherwise have skipped. But it does burn when you've only just bought a game at near full price and it pops up on game price a few days later. He says, this happened with me for World War Z this week. I find myself second guessing my purchase decisions for full price games now. The struggle is real. How do you guys weigh up the buy now or Game Pass later choice? Keep up the great work. You are legends. Thank you very much, Clinton. You've had this happen to you. I mean, uh, this is what I call life. This is basically my lifestyle. And it's Jordan's too. Jordan would give you a ton of examples. Uh, I can give you an example outside of gaming where this happened. Uh, This was years ago. I was wanting a new iMac at the time. Okay. And I've been waiting. And I've been waiting. And I've been waiting. And then I was like, okay, fine. I'll just pull the trigger. A week after I bought it, they come out with a new one. So that just ruined the value of my iMac, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the nature of just how the world works. Uh, you, you, you pull the trigger on, tr- trigger on stuff you buy, there's a chance that it's going to go on sale, or in this case... Go for free. Go for free. <laughs> uh, I, this has happened with countless games with Game Pass. So how do, you make, how do you weigh the decision now? Are you a little bit more careful, or do you just say, uh, live and let live, well, I've got to take that chance no matter what, I don't even consider it, or... Because there are games that seem like, ah, uh, like I feel like a lesser known game 
there's a greater chance it's on it's going to be on Game Pass than say a Call of Duty, right? Like a Call of Duty is a pull the trigger, I'm buying that. A Battlefield, let's pull the trigger, I'm buying that. That's probably not coming to Game Pass. How I do it is if I want to play that game now, I will buy it now and play it. I mean, what else what else more can you over I can you can you yeah. overthink that? Like um, I I want I want to play I, I want to play that game now, so I buy it now. I play it now. A week later, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, that sucks, but I wouldn't have been able to play it last week. Has it made you more trigger uh, shy? No. Well, see, here's the deal. I have Jordan with <laughs> yeah, me. this is true. And we knew, for example, uh, it was that <coughs> zombie game that came out. Uh, Resident Evil? No. I have oh state of decay state of decay state of decay everybody when you get old your memory sucks sorry it's, it's just the card you're dealt state of decay when the state of decay 2 came out we knew it was coming out on game pass we knew it was yeah but jordan will go hey hey there do you want to waste some money with hey, me hey. and i go we can have a good time yes yeah with games so we bought it five days before it was you could get early access you get early well access. I, here's the thing if a game is coming especially in an xbox since all of their games uh all their first party titles are on game pass the incentive is like early access maybe you get it two weeks early maybe you get it 10 days early i feel like two weeks is probably two weeks or 10 days is the golden anything less than that is not really worth it you know what i mean unless you're jordan unless you're jordan and then who cares but jordan's like the guy that's like hey Let's go to the strip club. You're like, well, it's like a huge waste of money. I'm like, what? You'll see some like, awesome. But, but you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> like, yeah, but, but, but I, I could get that at home for free. <laughs> like, no, no, come and buy it with me. Right? Oh my like, gosh, that's not a very, that's a kind of a. I had a I had a better analogy going. I don't know where I was. Yeah, going but do you want where I need Jordan? Yeah, I know, I know. Anyways, Anyways uh, I would say. Just pull the. Tr I would say that's a good uh, thing, Clinton. If you want to play it now, play it now. If you can't wait, then just buy it. And if you can, then don't. Uh, for me, I'd say. Uh, so, someone in chat summarized it really well. Call of Duty is a buy. You know that's not going to Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. City Skylines. Perhaps I wait to see if it comes on Game Pass, which it is currently. Yeah, but that game's really good. The game is really good. And we bought that when it wasn't on Game Pass, and I'm glad that I did because. I played it a lot. That game is really good. That game is really good. But I think the can I wait to play that or do I need to experience that now? For instance, Red Dead Redemption, if it was if I knew it was coming to Game Pass three months later, I still would have purchased Red Dead Redemption because I'm not waiting that three months, right? Or even a month. I'm still purchasing it because I can't wait. That's a great, great question, Clinton Lloyd. Something that uh, we all deal with. Samsonite writes in and says, with the release of xCloud beta preview, that's right, that was this week. You have an, I can't sign up for it because I have the iOS. Yeah. The Android. Jordan and yourself. I signed Whoa. up for it. I haven't gotten notified. Emails yet. have been yeah. being sent out all week. I haven't been notified oh, yet. I'm so but excited. I signed up. Real world trials. I know uh, there were some people in this morning's stream that were were going to try it out today on their lunch. So that's exciting. The future is now. The future has begun. Samsonite writes in though and says, with the release of the X X Cloud beta preview, some of us can now enjoy some mobile Xbox. Well, he says, kind of. What do you guys think uh, of the idea of Nintendo and Xbox coming to some sort of agreement to allow xCloud on the Switch? With that an announcement they made earlier in the year about Nintendo using Microsoft servers, do you think xCloud could have been part of that agreement? Would Nintendo ever allow that? Or would they, th or would they think that might pull from their own market? 
That is a great question. I don't know. I don't see that happening um, because I think Nintendo has a, I mean, Nintendo's crushing it in sales, number one. And number two, they've got the strongest first party library of all time. Yeah, arguably, but yes, I I, I agree. Yeah, and I, and that's I don't, a good argument to be. Yeah, making. so I don't I don't know. But however, there are there are like achievements coming. Like Xbox Live is coming to Nintendo Switch, but I want but but in what form we don't really know. We know like in Cuphead it was inside the menu system, so it's not like a it's not like Xbox Lite as we know it. It's achievements just inside the game that then connect to your Xbox Live account. So I don't know. What do you think, Spicy? So the question is. With the, with XCloud, is it possible to bring XCloud to the Switch? Is that to the, the Switch? Question? Yeah. Um, or and would Nintendo ever do that? Because I think I think Xbox would no, say yeah, let's do it. But Xbox probably would. Yeah. But I don't think Nintendo because, I mean, they're mobile by its own very. That's that's their product. The Switch is for example, they have they are a, a portable console that you can take anywhere. I don't see that being a thing that they want to share. That's what they are with the I Switch. I think maybe if they were hurting in sales, right? If they weren't doing well, maybe they do something like that. But they're they're crushing it. Like they're they're outselling everybody. Yeah, I don't I, I, I don't see that happening. Well, and that's what I mean, that's what XCloud's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be an Xbox. You can play just like the Switch anywhere. Yeah, on your phone, that on has your iPad. Internet. Yeah. Amen. Very cool though. Great question. It's very exciting times to be alive. Very exciting time. Samsonite, thank you very much for writing in. Josh Grotberg writes in, and he says, Hey, guys, with this awesome event that Fortnite just put out, he says, uh, this is coming from a guy that doesn't play Fortnite. I think that what they've done is phenomenal. Do you think other Battle Royale games like Apex really have to step it up now and do the same thing or maybe come up with their own way of making live events popular? I would love that in Apex personally just because I'm jealous he says he, he says he thinks the way they set up the live event was phenomenal. We went over it at the beginning of the show. Absolutely it was. But do other battle royales <coughs> need to do something like that? I don't know. Uh, so here's I don't know deal. if other battle royales can do something That's like that. That's what I was going to say. And they kind of do. I mean, uh, the last Apex hero that they released, they built up to that. Yeah. Um, and they released, you know, you could go to that room and see him yeah. in there, and then he ran away and stuff like that. There, That probably would never have happened if it wasn't for a game like Fortnite yeah. that does stuff like that all the time. The problem is Fortnite makes so much money, they have no idea what to do with it. And so they're... This is a release for as a creative release to promote their game even further. Yeah, like I don't know if Apex has the manpower or the money to, <laughs> to do it. I don't know if Apex could take its game offline and have four million people watching it and take down Twitch servers because that's what you need in order for you to take your game offline. Well, I mean that Fortnite can do that. I think the only other game that could probably do anything remotely close to that, and it's not even in the battle royale genre, is either a World of Warcraft type of situation. It happens every Tuesday. <laughs> They take their game offline for several hours every Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah, but but oh yeah, yeah, uh, and that's for their updates. Overwatch, yeah. Overwatch show. Blizzard does. I mean, this this no, no, is I mean new. Like, but I mean, like to hype it up, right? Like to just completely change. No, I don't it, the, think, the presentation. I, don't, I think it double does it hype, but I really think that they were working on their servers. Oh yeah, no, no, most most definitely. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, Overwatch used to in I think for the first six seasons, when in between seasons it was two weeks in between you could play the game com competitively. Mm. So that game for a lot of people like myself had two weeks of not playing that game. Interesting. So it's not it's not necessarily a new thing. It's just pod 
Fortnite, what they what they did with it is they made it part of the game itself. They made it so the menu system you couldn't even access. And when you launched it, it went, it took you right into a cutscene in a game. Yeah. Like how they did that was a very creative way to do, to do that. I think it was, honestly, it was one of the most artistic ways to launch a DLC or expansion. I don't know what you want to call it. And uh, another season of any game I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. They have. And in order to do that, I think you just have to be the most popular game, like steadily, right? Maybe. Do you think a rock star could ever do something like that? I would say Rockstar needs to do something like yeah. that because their server sucks a yeah. hard. Mm. Um, they're, they got to figure that. I mean, great game. One of my favorites of all time. Their net. Their their network team isn't exactly winning know. awards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. they have they have they have a tough time with that. But uh, no, I think I think once again Fortnite changed the game. Fortnite is changing the game a lot. Yeah, Jordan the Man says definitely server upgrades were happening uh, for Chapter Two, and I'm sure it's a whole new client as well. Correct. Yeah. So there you go. Great question though, Josh Grotberg. I think uh, so. Our answer to summarize is I don't know if any other game could do that. No, my answer is they they do that all that they've done been doing it for years. No, but do it exactly like how Fortnite has done it. Oh, okay. Like do his question is, do other games need to do something like this to step it up? Uh, well, okay. and I don't know if they can. Well, I think they I think they can just at a lot lower level, like the Apex example that Yeah, I have. true. I mean, Apex Halloween event is here and it's fantastic. It's basically a single player mode. When you die, you become a fallen a shadow warrior and you go and hunt people down so cool you just have to be the last 10 to survive you exit the game once you get to the last 10 you got to work together to get to a jump ship very titanfall -esque. very cool though yeah. the apex is doing cool stuff as well so is PUBG. actually they're all doing cool stuff what a great time to be a gamer yeah black knight writes in great question thank you very much josh grobberg black knight writes in and says bioware says they're not done making mass effects game he says which i'm happy about how do you guys feel about it, and would you love to see a Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 remake for Project Scarlet when the new Xbox comes out? McSpicy, this is all you. Mass Effect, you happy they're not done making any more games from uh, or Bioware? The universe is awesome. The, like, the lore of that game, super cool. I've mentioned this on lots of times on the show. I like lore that has an ancient race that changed civilization as, I mean, as we would have known it. Well, subjective. That's some weird English I'm using. Um, but like like the Zelnaga and Starcraft, the Forsaken, uh, or was, wasn't that the Forsaken in Halo, right? <laughs> so like there's just this ancient, was it the Forsaken? I don't know. You, you know what I'm talking about. Just the ancient. The Forsaken's Destiny. Or Destiny. That's yeah. Oh, what's the, what's the one in Halo? The Flood. No, it's not the Flood. It's the people that killed the Flood. In the Halo lore. Yeah, yeah. Jordan, tell me who it is right now. The Forerunners. Forerunners. Thank oh. you. Oh, my gosh. My brain sucks. Balls. Um, so I love that idea of an ancient race. Mass Effect has that ancient race. David, if you're not aware, the reason we're able to travel to stars is because of the ancient race in Transformers. Mass Effect. In Mass Effect. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, this has nothing to do with Optimus Prime. <laughs> it's where we got cell phone technology. It's where we got microwaves. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyways, so I love that story. The lore is awesome. Mass Effect 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. 
Um, I think you could probably remake Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 3, yeah, I'd like to, I mean, I'd like to see that, but I would love to see a Mass Effect 2. I want a Mass Effect 2 like they did Halo 2 remade. Yeah. With like blur cut scenes and everything. Oh, that'd be so sexy. I'd Sex appeal. Oh, baby. But um, the why the the majority of why I would like to see those games is there's a lot of gamers and new gamers that have never played the Mass Effect series that I think they would enjoy the storyline and they would enjoy how how the game is played. Bioware is Bioware because of that game. Yeah. And it would give a chance for other people to buy it and play it and enjoy I it. I would play it. So here's the thing. I feel like they're a little bit old and dated, so I don't know if I would enjoy it with the same appreciation that you enjoyed it with. You know what I mean? Because you when you enjoyed it, that was the cutting-edge graphics. It's still not bad. I mean, the first one's you know dated. But the yeah. second one and up. Well, I mean, on the 360, the that's not so bad, yeah. It's not so bad. Uh, just how they how the game is played though. It's a Bioware game, and you are able to basically I don't know interact with characters in a very different way than you're used to mm. from other games, and how they lay out the next missions and the next maps and how you play the game is very very Bioware-y, and it's not it's not like Andromeda at all. It's very different. Yeah. Um, well, I know that was the complaint because I played Andromeda, not all of it, you know, but I played a good five, six hours of it. And, a lo- and the big complaint by Mass Effectors was this doesn't feel like Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, well, because you enjoyed it, though. I Oh, yeah, because I love glitches and there's so <laughs> many glitches in that game. It, was, it made me made me happy. <laughs> but Mass Effect, especially two, the others are good, but especially two. I would love to have other people enjoy that game as much as I did. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Anytime you can do a remake like that, for instance, what they're doing with Final Fantasy, I might go back and play Final Fantasy now for someone who have missed it, right? I think I think every every couple decades, every decade. Well, Final Fantasy is an interesting case. Don't mean to interrupt you. Sure. But that's a how they're doing it is it's a if it's the same storyline but with a they're different even changing game. the game mechanics, yeah. Yeah. So that one I think is kind of a unique case. They're not they're not doing that one. Own. I think the Master Chief Collection is probably the most thorough remake of uh, a series, a complete series. Halo Two. I would love to see the Halo Two go to, you know, blur cutscenes and then a whole new. They add a whole bunch of. Well, what I really like is, and, and Halo did this really well with the Master Chief Collection, but I want to see this in uh, in other games where. It's where the graphics are, are updated and there's there's this remastered edition, right? I want a, to be able to s- select the back button and see what it yeah, looked like cool. originally. Because you don't appreciate it unless you do that. And you could do that in Halo 1. And even in Halo 1, you're like, ah, I mean, this is, doesn't look great. But then you hit that pack, back button and you're like, whoa. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> it bad. Looked, whoa, look how much better this looks. That was right? an OG Xbox. But, and it's also like a, black, a, bas- a blast to the past. When you're able to do that too, and and really see what it was like, how far we've come in gaming. So there you go, great question, uh, Black Knight. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, Joseph Folly writes in, aka Devout Cannon. He says two big releases next Friday, including Call of Duty, which is bringing oh Call of Duty and isn't Outer Worlds? Is that the other big release? I think so. No, I don't know. Is Outer Worlds next? Jordan, week? where are you? Help we us. We need Jordan. Jordan. Anyways, I'm really excited for Outer Worlds. By the way. 
I oh here's the thing. So after I got after I was pissed off at Red Dead Redemption Online, I went back and played it single player. I started a new. I deleted my save. I didn't delete my save. You I deleted no 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 no. No, I deleted my auto saves. I made a separate save for myself. Okay. So I still have that there, John. Don't worry. And then I started a new save file. And can I say? I think waiting on a game, especially a single player game, until after everybody's gone through it and there's no pressure to go through to keep up to understand the story. We're a little bit different of a situation because we talk about games on a weekly basis. So we're kind of up against a, a time time wall that way. But this time going through, I'm just through chapter one again in Red Dead Redemption and I am experiencing this game like I'm experiencing it for the first time, I am enjoying it so much more because I'm not rushing. I'm doing all of the side quests. I'm making sure I do all the side quests. I'm really listening to the dialogue and really paying attention to uh, like little things, like little references, um, little stories, off stories, stuff like that. It's really good. I'm enjoying this. I highly recommend if you rushed through a game. For instance, I would recommend to Jordan because I know and if Jordan was here, to grow a pair. To grow a pair, number one. Uh, but number two, because he powered through The Witcher. And that's just Jordan's play style. But I would recommend him to go back and play it again because you will appreciate it. And this was just my experience with Red Dead Redemption. And I was blown away because I thought maybe I'd be bored. Like, oh, I already know the story. Already... No, I'm enjoying it way more. It's like when you're rushing, when you're really hungry, so you rush to eat a good steak. And then when you really enjoy and savor the steak. Uh-huh. That's what I'm experiencing right now with Red Dead Redemption single player story. Also, can I say, I think single player games are the way I relax. I Multiplayer agree. games bring a level of stress. Even like something like Red Dead Redemption where you're just messing around. There's a level of stress there that does not exist in a single player game for me. Doom. 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 Okay. Okay. That's a little bit different. When minions of hell are coming after you. And at waves, 60 frames a second. Uh, waves and waves and oh, waves. That's a little bit more. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But that on, you move that online and it's even more stressful. Yep. Yeah, I think single... I, I would just... I really enjoyed myself. I just think Red Dead single player is very relaxing. <laughs> yeah, no, that, it is. I think that's... Uh, that's but I'm really looking forward to getting into The Witcher. Dude, I'm into this part in The Witcher series books. Stuff is happening. First of all, Geralt is a whore in the books. He sleeps with everybody. Well, you do in the game, too. Well, I've not played the game that far. You can do it in the, fir the first cutscene. Have you not seen the first cutscene? Yeah, cut yeah, scene? yeah, yeah. But that's just like... That's yeah, just foreplay. They're taking a bath together. That's no big deal. NBD. NBD. It they're sets in a up for... They're in a relationship. Well, and then that sorceress that you find, the bunny sorceress, you find her in the first <laughs> hour, I feel like. All I know <laughs> is going through the books... You're, you're remembering it incorrectly. All I know is going through the books, it's like, wow, Geralt is a player. See, I would not call him a whore. I would call him a player. But see, he's, because of the things that they've done to his body, he can be. He gets no diseases, well, and here, he's sterile. Well, here's the thing. I That's think, so for instance. Win-win. So for instance, like one of the girls heard about, <coughs> oh, there's a witcher here? So they're like celebrities, and they're mutants, and so it's like, it's a little bit of kink. Like she's, she's. She's she's like a groupie. She's a Witcher groupie. Mm -hmm. That's that's the part in the book. Anyways, the books are really good, guys. If you have not read the Witcher series, I'm reading them right now. They're fantastic. Sorry. Let's get back to the question from Devout Cannon. 
We never finished his question. We never really started it. I got sidetracked. Oh. Well, then read Devout it. Cannon. Two big releases next Friday, including Call of Duty, which is bringing back a lot of memories from past titles, which begs the question, what was your favorite game release memory of all time? Did you take off from work or did school stand in line at GameSpot for the midnight release and then pulled an all-lighter, maybe a sleepover or even a LAN party? What anticipated game release of the past is the most memorable in your gaming life? Make spicy. Most memorable game release in your gaming life. This is a tough question because I've had a lot of good, fun midnight releases. Um, ooh, ooh! I'm gonna say the nin- the nin- the Nintendo 64 because I had been so excited for years. And, well, yeah, for, I felt like it was years because I remember seeing in that Nintendo Power magazine uh-huh. the first picture. You open that up. <laughs> And it looked like a Jaguar. That was one of the biggest jumps in graphics. And it had the curves, you know, around the corners. And because before we just had the Genesis and we had the Super Nintendo and it was very blocky. But you saw that the first reveal picture, I believe it was in the Nintendo Power magazine that I saw it. And I was like, I don't know what that is. (laughs) I knew what it was, but I got so excited for it. And what blew my mind was I was getting way, way, way excited for it. And everybody released it three days early because, oh. like, Fred Meyer at yeah, the yeah. time was like, ah, who cares? Sell it. And then all the all the other stores, all other it. stores sold it because of that. And I believe there were a lot of things put in place because of that was one. So I remember it. Didn't that release that released in like October ish? Right. No, maybe it had maybe a Japanese November. release and then it had a. Yeah. But I remember because I didn't get that until Christmas. And it couldn't be, and and I was worried that I wasn't going to get one because it couldn't be found anywhere. So I couldn't get one. I had to save up for it, but I was with friends that could get it. Right? Oh, there, you know, and that's that's that was a fun that was a fun yeah. experience. Um, I would also say Halo Two mm. was a really big deal. Halo Two changed online gaming forever. Mm. Uh, it really did. Halo Two, like the Xbox Live as we know it, is. Partly because of Halo 2. My fun, my funnest release, uh, well, just most memorable, I guess, was actually for the Xbox One console. I'd never been for a console release before. We stood in line. It in was, the cold. It was cold. It was, no, it was November. November in Utah. In Utah. So you're in there in like five layers of clothing. But it was just really, it was really fun. You reach a point after midnight where you're just exhausted and you get a little bit angry, but then you get your box and you all, you all go home and you Come over by to my the time house. we're home, it's two a.m. I didn't we get home at one thirty or two a.m. Yeah, and we fire it up, and you're just experiencing it for the first time. Everything's just so exciting. That new hardware is the oh, most it. exciting. I love when you talk dirty. That's the most exciting, right? Like yeah. hardware. Oh, what does this bad boy do? Look at this menu system. Oh, I like this. Oh, I think, I think we played Forza. We did Forza. We did and- Rise, right? Oh, Rise, Son of Rome. But that, I that's believe, what we did. like, and then I think we had Battlefield Four, and it didn't work because of the online was all messed up, like matchmaking. That was a terrible launch release for Battlefield Four. But um, Rise, Son of <laughs> Rome was the game. Nelly brings up the when you when you almost started a riot that day. Oh yeah, yeah, well that was that was because it was past midnight and I was we were tired. But that was, I think that's one of my favorite launches, just because of because of the situation, right? You were Braveheart at that moment. It is. <laughs> You were, <coughs> excuse me, and it was new hardware. 
And you get when you get new hardware, that's better than a game because you're you get this whole system with it. I think hardware is the best. It's, be- it's oh. the best. Set. Hardware's the best, everybody. Hardware's, hardware's the, the best. best. There yeah. we go. I love hardware. Uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, like the power just went slowly out, so you got to miss all of that. The internet power. I think we're being attacked. We're being attacked by bad data from Google. <laughs> Google is sending bad data. <laughs> bad data. Bad data. Our last this question. Is, this is nice recording on this instead of anything else. Oh, yeah, because that would have screwed us. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, we've learned from our mistakes. We now record the podcast on a separate, speaking of hardware, a separate piece of hardware that I is battery operated. When you talk dirty. Boom. Oh, yeah. Hey, bros. This is Kevin Gellerman. Our last question. Okay. He says, uh, there's a new Wendy's D&D board game, which I actually looked up before the show. He wants to know if we've heard of it. It's called Feast of Legends. It. Wait, Wendy's, you get it at Wendy's? Wendy's created. It's a legit, it's 90 page like D&D guide, but it's called Feast of Legends. And I was l- watching reviews of it. I was watching people play it on YouTube. It looks legit. Like, I don't know why they created it for. Just wanted a creative outlet, I guess. And I don't know, but seems super cool. Anyway, how do I get it? Do I, do I have to order a number six? I don't know. Extra uh, mayonnaise, know it's a P- no tomato? It's a PDF that you download online. Lemonade light on the ice? Yeah, it's a PDF uh, that you download online. Uh, Kevin Gellerman's question, though, is, what is your favorite board game or tabletop game when you're taking a break from console gaming? Keep up the great job, he says. Favorite board game when you're... You know what game I had a lot of fun with that we haven't played in a while? The Star Wars uh, fighter game. The tabletop game, yeah. The tabletop I have game. it up there. It's uh, excellent. <laughs> that's my sh- that's my shelf of the Star Wars game that we that ne- one that we never play anymore. Yeah, that one's I'm real that one's really fun. We should play that again. We should stream playing that actually. That would be a lot of fun. That would be really fun. Just like it'd be like a ten hour stream, but it'd be a blast. Yeah, yeah. Board ga- tabletop games are way fun. They really are. Uh, I like card. I mean, I remember being really into card games. I think Magic was a ton of fun. I'll tell you what. If Hearthstone, I'll say it again. Give me physical. Give me, give me physical card. packs. It's impossible at this point. It's impossible now with like stuff that they've added. And yeah, well, because of the discover mechanic, which I would argue is what makes that game better than any other card game ever. Mm. Because w- when it, you play a card and it says discover a five health, five attack minion, for sure. example, or anything, discover a legendary minion. <laughs> You can't go through all 300 legendaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah. just impossible. Yeah. You'd have to take that out. No, but that's what makes that game fun. The discovery. I enjoy awesome. my favorite board game, like board board game of all time is Axis and Allies. 1v1. It doesn't work with like, oh, teams of two. No, that's stupid. 1v1. Uh, Axis and Allies is fabulous. I love that game. Closely in second place is Monopoly, but you double up the boards. I'm a big fan of... Because Monopoly by itself is flawed just on the single board because it's it makes it more chance, less about dealing, and I love the wheeling and dealing. So what I do is I put the goes together and you make a figure eight. So you get two Monopoly boards. So you get two and Monopoly boards and it just doubles up the wheeling and dealing. I like I like games where you get to negotiate and make trades and agreements, uh, any any game like that. And I also like war strategy games. So Axis, that's why Axis and Allies, Axis and Allies one. is so good. I like Settlers of Catan because that it's, is good. That it's is good. like war with economics. It is. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah. Settlers of Catan is very fun. And with the expansions, I think those games, like, when you start to get into the expansions, that's when... That's that's, that's when shiz happens. Yeah. The pirate expansion? <laughs> yeah, have you played that one? No. Uh-uh. Pirates come and steal your stuff and... <laughs> 
Yeah. It's good though. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. So what's your what's your board game of choice? Uh board game of choice? Settlers of Catan, you said, but uh I am a huge fan of Stratego. I oh, love Oh Stratego's good. I love Stratego. It's like mine uh minesweeper slash chess. Yeah. Like it's against it's board a, game mind against sweeper. a real person. I yeah. love Stratego. Stratego's fun. Stratego's really fun. And and I'll be honest, I'm a huge fan of chess as well. Chess is chess is a lot of fun. Strategy chess, games. Chess became less fun for me as I grew older because you start to realize that the higher levels you get, it's it's just knowing moves and counter moves. Like the, it's not as creative as when you're when you're when you're starting out in chess, you think like, oh, that's super creative. No, it's literally learned moves and counter moves that that higher level players all know. Hmm. So that became less fun for me, but I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. You don't. You don't. That doesn't bother you. No. Well, no. It's it's fine. I don't care because there's still strategic level at any level of chess. Yeah. At any level of chess, you can have a hard time winning. No, it's true. It's true. But the more, I guess, I guess the less I could, the less the lower levels, it's a lot more creative. Well, everything, everything has like the Turkish brownie or something. Yeah, yeah, right. Like he he just pulled off the. He just pulled off a black rook four. Like oh, there's only two moves that counter that. And I know both of them. The Swedish Hobgoblin. He's five moves away from uh, is, Checkmate, unless he pulls off this Which move. is, you know, what's funny is you could probably take any Urban Dictionary uh, phrase, and it's Just probably it into a, a chess, chess move. move. <laughs> that is true. That is hilarious. Oh, man. There's a lot of potential there that we cannot go down because we are a family-friendly show. So, yeah. Uh, Killer Bunnies. Barbara Blake says in chat is his. Candyland was my jam, so super shocker. War games, Candyland, are the best. Says Barbara Blake. I uh, Clue, that oh, Clue. When I, I love when I was a kid, Clue was like my favorite game. I'd play it over and over and over again. So good. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse I me. lost to a two-move Clue game. Two-move Clue game. They went in one room and guessed it. <laughs> guessed everything right away. Yep. There was no cheating. No cheating. Wow. The what is that? Like a one in one million chance? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. They guessed it. They guessed all three. I, and I was all like, three. I can't prove you wrong. I, we all can't prove you wrong. Uh, I just won. <laughs> Whoa. All right, let's go. Let's go play. Uh, let's go play Xbox. Well, that ruins the game for you, right? Like, there goes that game. I don't think there's any record. Yeah, that's like a two. And they, it was just two moves. They went into a room and just guessed. You know how you just play clue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, hey, guys. Good games. Thank you very much for joining us this week. That does us. Great question, Kevin Gellerman, by the way. That does us for this week. Next week, our voices are back. Hopefully. Jordan's back. And so is Jim the Stuff Guy. So yeah, we look forward to it. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Have a great week. If you've not had a chance to game, play some games, baby. Enjoy yourself. I highly recommend. If you're looking to de-stress, single player games. If you're looking to get a, your heart rate up, Witcher. Overwatch with some running, oh, running in between. Running in place on Overwatch. I in love between. it. I absolutely love it. I'm getting more exercise than I've ever gotten in my Guys, life. Guys, if you haven't yet, head over to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe to us. There, we hit 400 reviews this week. Woo! Thanks, Woo! everybody.